Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So breaking news. One of the higher ups in the Malthusian cult, uh, otherwise known as the global elite, is in the running to be the next NATO chief. And the reason why this is so important that this is on our radar, we have to understand what the core belief system of those individuals in the Malthusian cult is. And what I'm referring to is their their whole entire worldview revolves around the fact that there's too many people on the planet Earth, plain and simple. There's too many people for the amount of resources. Therefore, you need to decrease the amount of people. So think about that for a moment. That's the exact same worldview that Thanos had in that Avengers movie. Remember we didn't want to just snap his finger and kill half the population of the entire universe? That Thanos character, his belief system, was taken straight from the current day global elite and the Malthusians. And if you don't believe me, let's go right into this video. Then we're going to go into how Thomas Malthus himself talked about getting rid or solving these quote unquote problems of too many people on the planet earth. And then we're going to go into who this Malthusian cult member is. First, let's go right over to YouTube and check out this video. This is from 1973, and it is summarizing a report that came out from the Club of Rome, which basically was the precursor to the World Economic Forum. And in fact, in 19, is either 72 or 73, Klaus Schwab invited the author of the Club of Rome to the World Economic Forum, the Davos meeting, to be the headline speaker. So let's listen to this because this summarizes their worldview very well. It summarized it in, it summarized Thomas Malthus back in the 1800s, summarized the World Economic Forum and the Club of Rome back in the 1970s, and it summarizes the World Economic Forum, the UN, the global elite, the EU, the politicians, summarizes their worldview today. Let's check this out. It's not some science fantasy effect from 2001. This electronic display emanating from Australia's largest computer is a picture of the condition past, present and future of planet Earth. The program was originally devised by a scientist working from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, Jay Forrester. It was developed under the auspices of the Club of Rome by an MIT research team to present a complex model of the world and what we humans are doing to it. The program, called World One, doesn't pretend to be a precise forecast. What it does for the first time in man's history on the planet is to look at the world as one system. It shows that Earth cannot sustain present population and industrial growth for much more than a few decades. Hear that? Can't sustain population growth for more than a few decades. This was 1973. It shows that simply cleaning up our car exhausts and making some small effort to limit our families simply isn't enough. You hear that? A small effort to limit the size of our families. What did China do in the 1970s? They saw this. They came out with the one-child policy. And now they're paying a heavy-duty price for that. It's like an electronic guided tour of our global behavior since 1900 and where that behavior will lead us. Well, this is the printed version of what we've just seen on the 
television screen. What looks at first to be just a maze of computer characteristics is really a system of very simple graphs which project what's going to happen to the planet over the next 150 years if we don't do something drastic to stop it. Down the left-hand side of the graph is the date, 1900, 1940, 1980, 2020, right down to 2060. Now, each of these lines of, of letters represents a curve showing some aspect of the condition of the planet. The further out this way they go, the greater that figure is, the further this way, uh, the less. For example, P represents population. So here it is at 1900, and then it comes up to 1940, it starts to take off. Here we are at 1980, up to the turn of the century, and then it starts to peter off. Let's now have a look at this next curve, the Q curve, which is the quality of life. And this is represented by, for example, the amount of space people have, the uh, amount of money they have to spend, the amount of food they have to eat. Now, it increases rapidly up to 1940, but from 1940 on, the quality of life diminishes. And here we are about the turn of the century and we come up to the year 2020 and it's really come right back. See, again, guys, th this is the Club of Rome. This is the limits to growth, this report that really is the Bible for today's global elite, today's Malthusian cult. This is the Bible for them. This shapes their entire worldview. And this told them that the peak of civilization, as far as the quality of life, would have been in 1940. <laughs> so, question. Is the standard of living better today than it was in 1940? Let's keep going. Poor people, of course, means that you start to chew up your supply of natural resources. And this is this curve here, the end curve, that shows that slowly but steadily, the pool of natural wealth in the world, natural resources, minerals, oil, and so on, is slowly but steadily diminishing. So this is the situation. As population increases, the quality of life decreases, and the supply of natural resources decreases. You see that? So as the population increases, the supply of natural resources relative to the population decreases, therefore the standard of living goes down. I've talked about this on countless whiteboard videos. So what is their solution? Well, you've either got to find more natural resources. Oh, whoa, 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 wait, we can't do that. We can't find more natural resources. Remember, we have to use less natural resources because of climate change, of course. So then the only release valve is the number of people on the planet Earth. You see, and if we allow the population to continue to go up or even flatline, well, we know based on this MIT program that the quality of life is going to continue to go down. So the only rational thing to do is to decrease the number of people on the planet. In fact, that's the only humane thing to do. Because if we don't kill half the people on the planet, if we don't have the Thanos plan, then we're subjecting, we're subjecting the rest of the people that do survive, or the, the, the total people, if we don't kill half the people, we're subjecting the entire planet to a lower standard of living. That becomes inevitable. Therefore, the humane thing to do for humanity at large is to kill half the people. That's the gist of what they're talking about. And as you guys know from watching that Thanos movie, that was his exact argument.
Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So let's go over to their version of a prophet who is Thomas Malthus. And he started these ideas, or he's the first person to write about them, back in the 1800s. So what did Malthus suggest as a solution to this population resource balancing act? Malthus argued that two types of checks hold population within resource limits. Positive checks, which raise the death rate. I love how he calls that positive. And preventative ones which lower the birth rate. So the positive checks include hunger, disease, wait for it, and war. The preventative checks, birth control, which is why all the global elite sit there and pound the table about women's rights. Women's rights, women's rights, women's rights. Well, what are what, what, what is women's rights? What, what do you mean by that? Oh, access to more abortion. Duh. You see, guys, when I go out on Twitter and I always talk about the Malthusian cult, I'm not saying that to be funny. That's not me putting the tinfoil hat on. That's just the obvious conclusion that anyone would come to after doing this type of research. And then you look at the positions held by Bill Gates. You look at the positions held by uh, Melinda Gates and pretty much all of the Davos types. And they are exactly what Thomas Malthus was saying back in the 1800s. Hence, Malthusian cult. But notice... One of the positive checks is war. So we should welcome war. I mean, if it wasn't for war, we would have all of these imbalances between the population and the resources. And a good old-fashioned hearty war every once in a while that wipes out 2 million people, well, you know, it kind of sucks for the people who die, but for the rest of us, it's great. Now let's move on to the next article, to this person that is in the running to be the NATO chief, the next NATO chief. Who is it? Ursula, the head of the EU commission. So you say, oh, George, look at this gal. She seems not, I mean, she looks pretty nice. I mean, she's got five kids or seven kids, something like that. I mean, how bad could she possibly be? Well, go back and look at every single thing she says. And it's like she is reading from a script of the Malthusian cult. She is singing from the hymn book. And if you don't believe me, Let's just go right down to this because Ursula, the EU commissioner, was just speaking at an event, a conference, in fact, at the European Parliament. This is called Beyond Growth, where she references a specific report from 1972. Not saying that this is crazy 
and this was a very, very bad idea. No, 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 no. Referencing it like it's gospel. Referencing it like it's words that came out of the mouth of their prophet. Speaking at the Beyond Growth Conference at the European Parliament, von der Leyen invoked the Limits to Growth Report published by the Club of Rome in 1972, warning that eternal economic growth would be not would not be possible on a finite planet. I like how they kind of spin the truth a little bit, right? When we go when you actually go back to 1972, no, what they were saying is we need fewer people on the planet. We need wars, we need disease, we need famine. These are all good things. We should embrace these things. And then we should also do the preventative measures like a one-child policy. That's what they were saying in 1972. But you notice now they kind of sweep that under the rug. But we have to remember that this, it, behind the scenes, this is their worldview. And the person that may be in charge of NATO moving forward is a person that subscribes to this insane ideology that the world would be a better place if we just killed half the population. And she subscribes, her, her prophet, her messiah, is Thomas Malthus, the guy that said that one of the best ways to achieve this equilibrium is through war. That is who could be running NATO. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.